Right on, right on, right on. All right. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Elkes, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Okay, so I'm going to get into some stuff here today. Probably shouldn't be doing it. I'm probably stepping on some toes here. But, you know, I just, you know, you just kind of, sometimes you just have to call it like you see it. So let me just throw it out there. Where's all that love that everyone keeps talking about? You know, you know, those people who are members of those elite groups, those people who believe in the higher powers in their life. Most of those religions or those organizations are based on some simple premises, some simple ideas. Love and acceptance being one of the biggest ones. I'm looking around and I see all this hate and anger. And I, I bet, I bet some of those people go to church. I bet some of those people, if you ask them, if I were to ask you, you're out there yelling because your ideas are different than the person across the way from you and you're calling them names and throwing rocks at each other, right? I bet there's some on either side of that line that actually wake up on Sundays and go to church or pray with their kids at night to the God, to their God, to the higher power. Question is, how does that work? How do you go out into your life every day and you hit send that email talking smack about your coworker to another coworker or you're angry and disgruntled about your life? Or the way things are and you jump on someone else's bandwagon and make it your own. Yeah, yeah, hate, hate, they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong. Really? Is that really what these organizations are teaching you? Or you maybe you're not representing. See, the one thing you can count on with me is I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you when I'm not at my best. I'm going to tell you when I'm failing. I'm going to tell you what I think. And in this instance, my question is a simple one. Where's the love? I don't care what we're talking about here. What I see is I see our world is being torn apart by stories that are created by people who don't give a shit about any of us. There's no no innocent. No one's innocent in this. There, your side isn't any more innocent than the other side. My question is, where's the love? How can we look at each other and judge each other and still say, oh, I'm a Christian. Well, yeah, I believe in God. I remember a while back, quite a while back, I remember they started this, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Wow. Maybe that's a question you need to ask yourself or whatever your religion is, whatever you believe, but I am sure that it is based in kindness. Now, it's possible, I guess it's possible that all these people who are showing up in Portland and any every other place in the world where there's upheaval and people are being mean and ruthless to people who are just like them. I'm sure there's a possibility that some of those people actually don't have any higher belief in a higher power. They are the higher power, right? But it's not to the degree that we're seeing I mean, I'm sure that for all the supporters of any political figure on either side of the aisle, some of them get up and go to church. Is that you? Do you go get up and go to church on a Sunday and, and pray to your God and talk about forgiveness and kindness and empathy and, and wish for good blessings in your life? When we talk about living our best life, in the end, it comes down to being our best self. That's where that whole thing launches from. You you can't be an ugly, terrible person and have any kind of chance at living your best life. And if you think you can, you're lying to yourself. So how does that equate? 
How do you say to the world and present this idea to the world that you are God-fearing or that you have higher moral powers and, and you higher beliefs and, you're, and, then, and, then, and it's based in the good book, whatever that book is, and you act and think the way you do? Oh, is it justified? Can you rationalize that? Well, yeah, but they're against God. Well, isn't that God's job to address that? Isn't that God's job to take care of that? You know, judge not lest ye be judged. Isn't that what they say? Huh. Maybe, is it, is it possible that you don't actually believe what you say about the kindness and all the things in your good book? It could be. could be possible. The actions are obviously speaking louder than the words, right? I mean, the actions are telling us where we're at. Because I know there are people in the South and all over this country, and in fact, all over the world, who hold hate in their heart for someone they've never met. How can you stand across the line from someone you've never met and hate them? Because of what? Certainly not because of what they did to you, because you don't know them but based on the idea that you've been given about them. Hey, they're a bad person. They suck. Oh, okay. Do we need to hate them? Yeah, we should hate them. Are you kidding me? Where's the love? Where's the love? Where is that thing inside you that says, you know what? I realize you're different than me, but there are a lot more ways you are the same than me, as me. You're the same as me. Who am I? Who am I with my higher power and my morals and my, my congregations and my people who come together to discuss the goodness on, on earth and, and to be thankful? How does that work? How do you wake up every day and take action either mentally or physically against people you don't know based on hate and then walk into that place of worship and say, all the things you do, you got your prim and proper coat on and you're looking good and your blessings be with you and also with you. And then you march out of that building, that place of worship, and you go to your place of work or wherever you go and you start. Let me tell you how it works. Here's how it works. It's justification. Well, the reason I can is because... The reason I can is because they did... This is, this is bad for the country. This is bad. For, that's bad. What's it your business to try and change things that you have? You're supposed to have faith, right? If the things you see are so terrible, but you believe in the power that you believe in, then faith would say that's not your job anyway. God didn't hire you to bring handle his business. You're not God's enforcer. You're not your, your higher power's enforcer, whether it's Allah, whoever it is. You're not their enforcer. Do the work of God. Do the work of your Christian, I mean, defend God's name. If he makes the, he makes the sky, he made the universe, right? Hmm. And the one thing I remember seeing, I don't know how many times it is, but I bet it appears hundreds of times is the word love. No matter what scripture, no matter what book you study from, I guarantee you the word love shows up more than any other word you'll see. Even if it shows up once, even if the premise in your ideas and your ideals about a higher power and how we should be include kindness, empathy, consideration, the last thing it does is create is, is demonstrate judgment. 
If you take action that's negative, that affects someone else's life on behalf of God, then you're basically saying, I'm the judge. Unless, of course, you say, well, God told me to. God told me to. Really? What do you do? Write you a letter? Just not buying it. This is not anti-Christian, not anti-God, not anti-religion, not anti-higher power. This is pro-love. This is believing, based on what's happened in my life, that I can actually go about doing the things I do and do it in a way from a platform of kindness and consideration. And I think that's what's really missing here. Take a look at your life. Take a look at all the justification you have for all the bad things you have in your heart, all the things you have going on in your life, and then tell me how you can justify talking out of both sides of your mouth. Pick it. You can't serve two masters. I think that's in there somewhere. House divided will not stand. How can you serve God and serve hate? How can you serve God and serve intolerance? How can you how can you serve God and judge? I don't know. This is not my business. I'm not a preacher. I, w- I actually wanted to be jumping off on this a little bit because I'm in it now, so it doesn't really matter. If you like it, you can listen to it. If you don't, well, I can't do anything about that. But it's the truth. There are people standing in lines across from each other right now. There are people on social media right now professing their love for God and their hate for their friends. Don't talk to me anymore because we're different now. Really? Isn't that where Jesus hung out? With the horrors? The thieves? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not making a, I'm not making fun of what you believe. I'm making fun of what you believe you believe. Because it doesn't work both ways. You can't have it both ways. I love mankind. I believe in this and then I'm over here doing this because someone's a different color than me or because I've been given the authority. No one's exempt from this judgment. No one's exempt from this idea here. So, say what you want, but the question comes down to, where's the love? (laughs) Where's the love? It's easy for me. I wake up every day and I allow people to be who they are. are. The only way you're going to get an adverse reaction out of me is if you take action against me. And even then, I'm going to do what I can to, to, to stay away from that. I had a friend, he's an RV guy, and he's an older guy. Really nice guy. His name's Rex, and he lives in the RV park with us. And I met him last year. We came back. He's still here. And he showed up one day. He's got um, uh, multiple sclerosis, and he's on a, on his cart. And shows up. Really nice guy, though. And he shows up, and we get to talking about certain things. And I, I mentioned something about something, I think, related to COVID-19. And he he said, uh, he made a comment about, you know, I think it's a farce. And, but then he went on to expound on the on what he believed. And my response to him was, hey, listen, Rex, I like you. So I know because we're friends that one, there's a few things we shouldn't talk about. Religion and politics are among them. Because how can you how can you use that as your guide for how you interact with someone if you also have a guide given to you by your higher power, by your religion that says you must love? You can't choose both. You can't have both. You can't hate him because he's different than you or because he believes in in some other idea politically than you do and then also love him, can you? It just, I don't know if that works. Maybe you can do it. Maybe you could let me know how that works. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out here. Now, you might be thinking, well, why, why would you be talking about love when it comes to living your best life? 
Well, your mind sets your path. How you feel inside sets your path. That's why I'm able to do this. That's why I'm able to wake up every day and say, you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I have, there are things in my life that I've learned about over the last couple months that would make me, that would have driven me over the top, would have made me do some crazy stuff when I was, I mean, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I'd have handled some business back then. But I, that's not who I am. That's not how I feel inside. And I don't serve two masters. What you see from, from me is what you get. This is the real thing. This is the real me. And what it comes down to is that I believe that kindness should be the platform for our life. And if we can't say something nice about someone, we don't say anything at all. And we should always look for the goodness in people. Because our judgments are skewed. Had I not engaged the people that came in next to me, Sam and his, and his son Sam and, and his wife, I... I would have never made those connections and made those friends. And more than that, I would have never been able to share in the goodness that comes from people around us because we're willing to allow love to, to guide us. I didn't feel any threat from him. I mean, he wasn't a threat to me, just an old guy trying to have some fun on, on Labor Day weekend, right? I don't know. Check yourself. How many things are you saying every day? How many actions are you taking that actually represent what you believe in your religion? How many things are you doing every day that actually someone would say, that's a kind man. That's a good woman. She's a good heart, right? If you can't list that, if you, if you can't pile that list up to say, well, I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this. Maybe you need to step back and, and take a look around and maybe you need to find find some love. Because that's that's what I think is missing here. I, I, I can't justify it. I see it. I mean, you know, black lives matter. Black lives matter. Every life matters. But this struggle is with our, our black communities right now. But how does how is it that we can actually justify violence to curtail violence? Martin Luther King and his followers did not burn innocent store owners' buildings and loot and rob and kill. Not to say that the other side, not to say that law enforcement is doing anything any better because there's two sides to every story. But the one issue that exists between all of us is the love. And the reason those things are permitted to happen and the reason we justify our ability to do those things isn't because of love. It's because of self-satisfaction. It's because of rationalization based on our own ideas, not on the ideas of the higher religion, because I've read the Bible. So, I don't know, not really an ass chewing, just something to think about. Hey, maybe we should try a little love. Maybe we should wake up every day and say, you know what, I'm going to approach today with from a platform of kindness and consideration and no judgment. Maybe whatever that takes. Maybe you need to turn that noise off you have, that thing you look at every day. Maybe you need to just sit silent for a while and ask you what, ask yourself what is important to you. I don't know. What I did was I just shut it off. I said, I don't have any time for anger anymore. I'm a drama-free zone, and the last person in the world is going to create drama is me. I'm going to wake up every day. I'm going to appreciate the smile on the face of the person across from me, even when they're not smiling. I'm going to appreciate them because I don't know their struggle. And for all the badness that I believe they are, there's also some goodness there. 
And it all starts with love. So, hey, there's my love speech for the week, for the month, for the year. I don't know when we'll revisit this, but my question to you is, are you doing it right? Are you representing or are you just playing that same game as a lot of us? Because I know there are a lot of people out there who spend a lot of time in church. And when they're not in church, they spend a lot of time doing shit that don't look much like love. So keep that in mind. Think about it. I hope you'll apply it. I'm just trying to make the world a better place. I'm trying to help you capture more of your life and actually focus on the things that are important. So at the end of the day, when you're sitting there and you're looking back, you can go, hell yeah, I did it better. All right. Until next time, just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.